and welcome to episode 202 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector. Always think about my next meal. I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. Our goal of this podcast, we want to learn to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from anywhere I can find a recipe online, food blogs, internet chefs, you have it. Uh, we'll have all the recipes, tips, and the smorgasbord on our website uh, and a shopping list at dinnersisters.com. All right, Kate, this week's recipes were Akroshka, ooh, I didn't practice that one, by Elizabeth Minchilli, green gazpacho from Budget Bites, and a blueberry soup from Swedish Spoon. I spared you with the actual Swedish word for blueberry soup because I <laughs> couldn't even find a Google like pronunciation for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening to last week's episode, cold soups was all Betsy's idea. I know this is, sounds like a shocker, but it really mm-hmm. was. Uh, now, I did get on board very quickly. I was like, yes, before you changed your mind. Let's do this. <laughs> but I was, you know, I was like, okay, cool. I'll take any way I can beat the heat in Atlanta. And for most of the country, we're still having some hot days. Actually, my friends in Maine are having the same temperature today, Betsy, as we are here. So feels like it's hot everywhere. I've also been seeing a lot of cold soups on Instagram. I don't know if you've been seeing oh, this, but it seems like everyone's kind of not. having a a chilled soup. I th- they're calling them chilled soups. Um, oh, maybe that sounds better than cold soup. I think cold soup sounds like you left it out or it's in the yeah. fridge or something. Yeah. Chilled so, soups. That's what we'll call this. Chilled soups. Mm-hmm. Okay. So our first chilled soup is Okroshka. I think that's how we're saying it, um, by Elizabeth McChilly or cold buttermilk soap. Um, Betsy, I let you, you let me have dealer's choice with this soup because there's a couple directions we could have gone. I was like, well, let's do a Russian soup. There's kind of beet options traditionally and then a cold buttermilk. You know, I chose the buttermilk one because I've never had anything like it. And we had such success with recipes from Kachka. Like we do, both of us really like that style of cooking. I thought, you know, why not? Let's just do it. So to make it, it's very, very easy. It is two cups of yogurt or kefir in a large bowl. And then you just stir in your add-ins, basically. So hard-boiled eggs, chopped cucumber, dill, parsley, radishes, scallions, and the juice of one lemon. You can chill or serve it with ice cubes, which is what I did, actually, um, which (laughs) led to some confusion. (laughs) Yeah. Amongst the... um, are there ice cubes in this soup? What's going on? Yeah. I was like, yes. Yes, there are. Yeah. Um, and then you add sparkling water to taste and salt at the table. Uh, Betsy, in case you're curious why Betsy knew I was putting ice cubes in the soup, we actually had a chilled soup party, which, mm-hmm. believe it or not, people were more into than I thought they'd be. Um, I know yeah. how this went, but tell us how you think this went. We did have a chilled soup party, which was, I'm not sure I'd recommend it as a theme to other people, but <laughs> as a, like, hey, everyone knows we are food podcasters and we mm-hmm. do things that are a little bit, like, unusual some weeks, they were down for it. So, yeah, we had the, um, we had this soup, we had the gazpacho, and we had the blueberry soup all in the same night. And this was kind of a fun one because you served at the table, but like soup base, which is the keeper in the um, sparkle water, was in one bowl with the ice cubes. Mm -hmm. And then the herbs. 
mm-hmm. and then the um, like chunks of other stuff. So like the ham and the potatoes and things like that were just out there and you could scoop them into your bowl. So you could take as much or mm-hmm. as little as you wanted to. And it was like um, a chilled soup bar, like a potato bar, but for chilled yes. soup. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That was, yeah, I love that part of it. it. The recipe actually said put everything in there. And I was like, no, if we're going to have any chance of any child eating this, oh. which was already slim to none. Yeah. I thought we'd have to separate things. And I think it made, I mean, Grant tried it. Mm-hmm. He didn't necessarily care for what he was like willing to, to do that. Um, I used kefir because it was a little thinner. I wasn't super into um, a real thick soup. I think if you've got... The idea of using yogurt for this is not a Greek yogurt, right? Right. It's got to be. Like, you're not – this is, like, a thinner, more of, like, a French-style yogurt or, like, one of those, like, that's actually, um, like, spoonable. Um, And even then I might actually put some – like, definitely put sparkling water in there. Sparkling water sounds odd, but it Mm -hmm. just made it more refreshing and kind of, like, a little lighter tasting. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did, too. It was sort of a surprise ingredient. I wasn't – yeah. I'm glad we tried this recipe because I have never seen that before in a soup recipe. No, there was a lot going on here that I had never seen, to be really honest. <laughs> Ice cubes, the buttermilk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we – I looked at a bunch of different recipes. This one won. Um, you can really find a lot of Okotra Oak Roshka. Sorry. Buttermilk soup recipes online. I was – this is a thing. Um and so the, one of the recipes suggested ham. So I cubed up mm-hmm. some ham for this. That I really enjoyed. It was super good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see actually like getting myself some kefir and then just having that in the fridge with the assorted add-ins and just like making it as one of those like, you know, you have a grain salad that you keep in the fridge. Like this mm-hmm. might be the thing that you make for lunch that week, especially if it's really hot. It was delicious, but like filling in a good way. This is a five out of five. What about you? Yeah, me too. And I'll say that Chelsea, my sister-in-law, was over having some of this. And she said the same thing you did, which is that this tastes like kind of a light tzatziki sauce. Yeah. Almost like a drink. If you're thinking like what kind of flavor is this base, this soup base, mm, that was mm-hmm. a um, – that kind of helps describe it We don't, with the dill yeah. and the yogurt. Yeah. Kind of for sure. taste. So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've got a green gazpacho from Budget Bites. So if you have ever loved a green smoothie, and I'm a huge green smoothie fan, love them, this is a recipe for you. It's Budget Bites. Green gazpacho happens all in the food processor blender. So we're kind of going in order of difficulty, which, by the way, tops out at simmering. So don't worry. <laughs> this, is like, this, whole entire, this entire podcast is going to like really top out pretty easy. This yeah. next step is actually blending vegetables. So the one before you just chopped them and put them in a bowl, this one's blending. So what you do is you puree two de-seeded cucumbers and one green pepper. Add in a chopped white onion, an avocado, parsley, cilantro, olive oil, lemon juice, and salt. And you just buzz it up until it's a pretty green Nice and smooth. You don't want, like, chunks of stuff in this one. Um, soup. You know, how did you like it, Betsy? Well, I think this is key because I, we made this at my house and I don't have – I have, like, a an immersion stick blender. And you right. said, I'm going to bring my ninja over because mm-hmm. we are not going to like this soup if it's, like, kind of chunks of cilantro in there that haven't quite right. gotten buzzed up by the blender. Like, I, I – so I liked the consistency coming out of your ninja. I 
or not your ninja, your Vitamix. Mm, Sorry. Vitamix, yeah. The superior superpower blender. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I think there might be a debate. Okay. I think the Vitamix okay. is just like snobbier okay. or something. I don't know. I've had both and I liked both. I think the Vitamix is just like a little bit better, but the, we can have the, that discussion um, for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So I think that was good. I think the gazpacho out of there was good. We did have hilariously a kind of extensive conversation about your, um, was it healthy harvest smoothies? And how oh daily harvest daily yeah. harvest mm-hmm. and how similar this tasted to some yeah. of your daily harvest smoothies. <laughs> it really if you've had a very savory smoothie before, like I'm talking like no no apple in there. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. what a green gazpacho tastes like, which I think is delicious. You know, I I enjoy that. A lot of people are like. Mm-mm. Nope. The only difference I would say is my daily harvest smoothies do not include onion. So I think right. that's the, <laughs> so it kind of puts this into soup territory. <laughs> I think an onion smoothie would be, hmm, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, and you even halved the amount of onion going in mm-hmm. here, right? So I that did. was more palatable. And I'll say, like, it made a lot of soup, was not necessarily sure the all around winter at the, the chilled soup party. People Mm-mm. kind of tasted it. Ryan had it the next day because he was not in attendance at the chilled soup party. And he was like, this sort of tastes like salsa. Are you sure this is soup? And so. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think there's like two camps with gazpacho. Some people like it because they're like, mm, what a refreshing summer meal. And the other camp is like, mm, I feel like I should have chips with this and just have a salsa. So like, yeah, if you enjoy yeah. gazpacho, this is totally would be your thing. I liked it. I think it could use, honestly, like a dollop of yogurt or something to kind of even further bring it into soup territory. Um, Budget Bites recommends serving it kind of as a side, mm-hmm. which I think is a great idea. Yeah. However, if you're going to make this as a side, note that this is going to be a lot of sides that you will be. This your is side, a big recipe. Yeah, it'll be your side for the rest of the month. Yeah, sure, sure will. So, I mean... I think that's a good idea, but I also think I was thinking, you know, this is a great way to use those economical vegetables from the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cucumbers, green bell peppers, those kinds of things that are very affordable that you're like, oh, they're so good and so fresh, but I don't know what to do with them. This is a great idea. And then you could you could easily freeze this in containers and then mm-hmm. thaw it out when you'd like to have it as a side because it does make a big – it filled up the entire thing of my Vitamix, if that gives anyone some – a full, full blender. Um, do not – Blend up your $9 tomato, right? Right. Like that you want whole and juicy and delicious. Um, But, you know, if you've got a glut of of like cucumbers and bell peppers, this is a great way to use it up. I also think you have to be very careful. You do not undersalt this. You'll like be very sad. It needs a lot of salt to bring out the flavors. Um, Also acid. If your lemon isn't lemony enough, squeeze in more lemon. If it's not popping... Add more acid, add more salt. Uh, for me, this is a four to five. I like a gazpacho. I love a green smoothie. And I think, oh, okay, well, this is something I could make if I was like, didn't want to eat more salads, didn't want another chopped cucumber salad. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're right in that there's probably two gazpacho camps of people and 
know, I'm not sure I'd make this again. I do. I am sort of seeing the appeal of freezing it. And then when summer veggies aren't quite so fresh, this probably would taste really fresh with like a grilled cheese or something. Mm -hmm. And then it just gives you that nice hit of vegetables. Uh, Right now, I'm just having a lot of salads. And then so having this gazpacho was just like, ah. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think I'd go with like a four out of five. It wasn't anything that I, I think it was exactly how I thought it might taste. If you are wanting to go with gazpacho, this is a good recipe. Um, you know, go for it. Yeah. Four out of five, because I think the recipe was solid, tasted good, um, had great directions. We didn't have to alter anything, but maybe wasn't our favorite thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 We've had this weird flexible rating. Who even really knows what it means, Kate? Um, <laughs> We've had people who are like, can you tell us how you determine your ratings? No. No, we yeah. cannot. It's more of an intuitive thing. It's like a gut, <laughs> holistic yeah. experience for us. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. That's about yeah. as scientific as it's going to get over here. All right. So mm-hmm. last up, we have a blueberry soup from Swedish Spoon. So this soup was really fun because there's a little bit of a backstory, like a history to this soup, which I thought mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, who knew soups had histories? Uh, so this is a summer chilled soup. You know, eat it like, you know, summer blueberries. But it is also <laughs> a traditional soup for Swedish skiers during this yeah. like yearly cross-country ski race in the middle of winter. They warm it up and drink it, which I was like, oh. So it's like people know this soup because that's what you drink when you're skiing, which I thought was like, I would, of all the beverages, would not have picked blueberry soup mm-hmm. for skiing. But yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So keep this in your back pocket if you're a cross-country skier and you need some soup for that. You know? Just making all sorts anyway. of discoveries this week. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a thing. What a thing. So to make this, it's super simple. You take two cups of fresh or frozen blueberries and two cups of water. Bring that to a simmer and cook until the berries are nice and soft. Add in a couple tablespoons of sugar or honey and the juice of half a lemon. And you can also simmer this with a cinnamon stick if you want. We did not, but that's definitely an option. And then when it's all soft and delicious, you can blend it if you want to, which we did. And then serve either hot or chilled. And we chilled this soup because, obviously, we had a chilled soup party and could not serve a hot soup during this. It'd be ridiculous. Uh, And also, it was Georgia summer, so a hot blueberry soup did not sound great. Uh, Betsy, what did you think? I I loved this. The kids loved it. It was Mm – it's just good. I mean, it's just like a blueberry soup. I don't – if you like blueberries, this is going to be a hit. Um, one thing it notes in the recipes is that like, it does kind of stick to your teeth and is maybe not the prettiest thing mm-hmm. to eat. And I noticed that cause I was in yeah. the bathroom afterwards and I was like, Ooh, there's like <laughs> blueberry seeds all over the place here. Um, For sure. we, we did For serve sure. it with like a little, um, dollop of ice cream in there for dessert Mm -hmm. and it was just great i mean maggie said mom i am so thankful to you for making this recipe um because i liked it so much and made of course it said do you mean grateful maggie uh and so it (laughs) was yeah and so kill the moment (laughs) uh uh-huh i know exactly so they they really liked it and we had it later that week too so we had some at the party and then we just had those like little tiny bowls you know like just Mm, a little mm -hmm. collection of small bowls enough for like a little bit of soup and a little scoop of ice cream and it was perfect yeah, this was very light tasting, which I thought was delicious. Um, we doubled the recipe, which 
you could triple the recipe. It's just water and blueberries. Yeah. You know, yeah. sweeten to taste, add lemon to taste. Um, it definitely needed the lemon. I tasted it before and after, and the lemon made the blueberries pop. And I think that's just important to note. Um, she suggests uh, that you could use yogurt as well or mm-hmm. sprinkling chopped up coconut macaroons. Oh, into yum. the soup, right? Oh, and the food <laughs> styling, like, oh. and the food styling looked like she used some brioche, you know, that little bit of sweet bread, mm-hmm. and she had toasted into some croutons. Oh, which also sounds delicious. I would love to do like the ice cream, brioche croutons, and the soup. I think that would be so good. And little would, bowls for a dinner party. Yeah, this is, and it's. Such a light tasting, refreshing dessert Mm -hmm. this time of year. And then we also talked about it would be delicious warm with a cold scoop of ice cream. Oh, yeah. Like if you've ever had, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, affogato, which is the espresso with a scoop of ice cream. It would be like that, but blueberry, which I think would be Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. And this is a solid five out of five. five. Yeah. Yeah. Five out of five. Yeah, for sure. All right. Wrapping it up. We'll talk about winners. I I was torn. The blueberry and the buttermilk were a tie, but I forced myself to make a choice this episode, and I went with the blue buttermilk soup. So good. Really liked it. I went with the blueberry because we just no one could stop talking about it over here. So it seemed like yeah. a clear winner. <laughs> That's fun. That's awesome. If any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and the grocery list to make them at dinnersisters.com. We have links to everything we talked about, any tips or techniques we discussed. And if you'd like to chat with us more, you can always join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We're at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Just type that in the search bar for Facebook and you'll find our group. Okay, Kate, in the smorgasbord today, we are going to talk about some soup things, some summer things, Mm -hmm. just a little actual smorgasbord of information here. Uh, First off, a good reminder to revisit the Kashka episode, and that is a cookbook review of Kashka, which is a uh, Soviet cookbook, Mm -hmm. and it's got some great recipes, and it has a cold soup that I actually was thinking about when I considered, you know, the theme for this episode. And that soup is like a beet, it's kind of a beet base. And then you mix in again, I think it was, I don't know if it's half and half, it's some kind of creamy something. And then you sprinkle some cucumbers in there and it's, um, ends up being this like really bright pink soup with chopped cucumbers in it. And as a, um, I do remember light. that. Yeah, it's delicious. And that cookbook is just like packed with fun recipes. It's a gem. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bonnie Morales is the author of it. And she has the restaurant Kachka. And um, also in there, Betsy, was the pelmeni. Those little dumplings. Yes, yes. Ugh, so I, good. Mm-hmm. With a little cherries, cherry in the middle of them for some. Or could you do beef or pork? And then the the best named recipe uh, like ever, mm-hmm. herring under a fur coat. Which was Maida's favorite and yeah. also delicious. Yeah, we did make yeah, them. So many hits. Yeah, it's really, it was really a fun cookbook to cook through. So if you haven't listened to that episode or if you want to check out that cookbook, I would highly recommend. All right, Kate. We'll have a link to that on our website. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about canned cocktails. This is something you've been yes. doing lately. Yeah. So this might be a Dinner Sisters divide. 
I think. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I love a canned. I found some great canned cocktails um, in Atlanta, the Atlanta area. I had one. It was like a little daiquiri moment. Um, with just the rum, the lime juice, and the sugar. I don't make a lot of cocktails at home. I don't know. I just like, you know, if I'm home, I just want some rosé. Like, I don't want to make myself a huge cocktail all the time. Uh, and so I was like, oh, this is fun. And I kind of like picked it up as a little thing. Delicious. So mm-hmm. good. Uh, there's another one that I've had up in Maine from a Maine distillery that makes a Moscow mule that is canned. That is really delicious. And I'm just surprised because I am like, would have thought that they would not be good. But I guess if you get decent brands, I'm kind of liking them. How about you, Betsy? How are you feeling about canned cocktails? Well, so here's my issue with this. And I think it goes to maybe getting your canned cocktails from like the smaller producers or like Mm. you were saying, like get a little local one or something. I am not, I don't dislike the canned cocktail idea, but I was telling Mm. you, I went camping over the summer and I picked up some like rosé in a can. I don't know if it was a rosé cocktail or if it was just like rosé wine or something from Target. And I thought it was gonna be really fun. And I had like a can and a half of rosé cocktail or rosé, I don't know, whatever it was, sparkling treat. And I woke up the next morning with just a like splitting headache. And I think that you just have to maybe be a little bit careful experimenting with the canned cocktails because I'm sure that there are things I, I just I wonder if there's something in there too that I like reacted to or um like a preservative yeah. or or something that went into that going into the can versus um you know just anything else. So word of caution. I'm not sure if it's just <laughs> yeah. anecdotal or if it like happens to other people. I would be curious people's canned cocktails. This experience. I feel like this is a good yeah, a good Facebook group question Mm -hmm. maybe get some good brands that people have had some good experience with because i also i mean like the big 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 mass market like budweiser makes like a canned margarita situation right not sure might be delicious on a boat super cold on a hot summer day like i'm not knocking it maybe wouldn't feel great the next day maybe it does i don't know i've never had one of those so let's have a discussion or a facebook group i think that'd be fun i think so too because i this was definitely different. This is the first time I've tried one of these like can rosé things. And it was not like I didn't feel um, like I drank too much. It was like a piercing mm. splitting headache that felt like Ooh. it came from some Nasty. sort of like reaction to something in that um, in huh. in, the co- in the canned cocktail. So I'm, I'm a little bit wary about trying some more, to be honest yeah. with you. Fair. Yeah. Fair. All right. Well, let's talk about happy things. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about all these chilled soups, and the blueberry soup made me think about simple, simple, dead simple summer desserts that we make when it's really hot outside and the produce is perfect, and you just want to have something light. It's not chocolate volcano cake weather. Uh, well, maybe it is to some people all the time, but it, sometimes it's not. Um, and so I was thinking about, you know what it is? It's can- ripe, ripe cantaloupe mm-hmm. and vanilla ice cream for me. Super delicious. Just like perfect yeah. combo. Oh. So good. Just, uh, I want some right now. I'm not going to lie. It's uh, in the middle of the day, and I would love cantaloupe and some vanilla ice cream. could probably have that for lunch. Um, you I know. mean, yeah, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're like, very enabling, but I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. Did you have... <laughs> we used to eat that as a kid all the time. I think our mom would make us like a little scoop of vanilla ice cream with some cantaloupe, and it was so good. 
Uh, Betsy, what about you? Did you have anything that you're thinking about? Well, I think that your vanilla and cantaloupe made me also think of another Joanna Schultz classic mm. here, which is fresh raspberries, sour cream, and brown <gasps> sugar. Oh, yeah, so delicious. That is could be because we did not eat a whole lot of like sour cream, so this specific mm-hmm. thing was a very decadent, like, fresh raspberries from the patch when they were in season uh, in a little cup with sour cream and brown sugar. And it's just, like, my favorite, favorite, favorite summertime treat. So good. So I would recommend to anybody, if you've got a really perfect cantaloupe or you've gone raspberry picking and you want to know what to make for dessert, don't cook them yet. Put them in a little bowl, a little sour cream. And not yogurt, guys. It's not yogurt. It's sour cream. That's what I was and thinking, too. clear about this. Because mm-hmm. I think people are like, can I substitute non-fat Greek yogurt? No. No, you cannot. It's just not going to have just that breakfast. same effect. Yeah. I'm going to put my foot down <laughs> here. Maybe anger some people, but have some sour cream. It's like two tablespoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's dessert. Yeah. And it's dessert. All right, Betsy. <sighs> Chilled soups. What a beautiful Chilled time soups. Cold, cold desserts. It's hot mm-hmm. here in Georgia. This was the perfect, it's hot, man. perfect it's episode. Hot. Okay, coming up next week, we are uh, still kind of refusing to cook. No more, mm-hmm. still no cooking. So we're doing <laughs> no cook, low cook dinners um, with yep. some new ideas. Yeah, I am looking forward to a salad that Betsy suggested that includes corn nuts. Mm. Should be should be a wild ride. I'm excited. I'm just like all full of the out of the box suggestions lately. <laughs> you really are. You're kind of like <laughs> get I'm sassy. Bring, I'm bringing the energy. Bringing the energy to yeah. season two here. <laughs> <laughs> she rested up and now she's raring to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Do you have some dinner ideas? Send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on our Facebook group. Just search for Dinner Sisters Podcast. Let us know about your canned cocktail. We're dying to know. And lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. Happy eating.